Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the DoubleClutch.ca podcast. I'm your host, Nick, managing editor of DoubleClutch.ca, and I'm joined in studio by our regular crew. Uh, we got Imran and Nathan in studio, plus Rush. And for those who might not be aware, we've been running DoubleClutch.ca for the better part of about 10 years, more or less as an excuse to give ourselves uh, a reason to play with the latest and greatest in the car world. What do we got going on this week, Nick? Well... This week, I was really looking forward to my press car, actually. I know it's stupid to believe, but uh, I got the 2024 Chevy Trax this week. And uh, yeah, coming into it, I thought this would have been a uh, Toyota Prius-style glow-up in the sense that, you know, the last uh, Chevy Trax is... Uh, how could we put this diplomatically? Uninspired. <laughs> Uninspired. Uh, and left a lot of room on the table for improvement. And uh, when the 2024 tracks was revealed, I was kind of looking forward to it. You know, it's it's a lot more stylish uh, that, than before Inside and Out. It's bigger. Um, and it's still pretty good value. But um, for the most part, it kind of lived up to my expectations, but it still kind of missed the mark in, <clears throat> in a couple of ways. Okay, what kind of floors me the most about, about this tracks that we had is that you said you were looking forward to it. And <laughs> just that part, that no, part. No, 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 not even that. It's not even that. But like, John also dibs did. John wanted wow. it too. Like, a few of you wanted to play with this thing because it looks cool. It looks great. It looks like, good. it actually knocked the design out of the park. The thing looks fantastic. And Russia is not. Yeah, and I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm lost here. The, for, sorry. For, what? for an inexpensive, like, whatever family crossover thing. It is a good-looking, inexpensive, whatever, yeah. the crossover. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, it's like, it's kind of mid, like, it's whatever. It is kind of whatever, but they're all kind of whatever, and in the league yeah, of so whatever, they're it's, all it's whatever. like, it's pretty picante whatever. Can, can we contextualize this? Because Nick and I just went well, yes. went for a ride in the tracks, and and uh, he actually asked me after I drove it what I thought about it, hmm. um, but I'll let Nick give his opinions on the, on the car itself, but the price point was not what I had expected. Yes. So, so what were you thinking? I said 41. Really? 44 mm-hmm. tracks? Are you so out of touch that you have no idea what's going on? Yeah, money's just a figment of our imagination. Maybe that's just all of us because the <laughs> more Civic was like 15 grand and not yeah. 28 or See, whatever. You know, so I, I gotta, keep so yeah. sorry to cut you off. My yeah. my whole like a Civic, a Civic Sport Touring. We've talked about this many times. Yeah. Thirty-eight something thousand dollars. That's like my barometer. Yeah. So I just don't expect many cars to so be So maybe you're actually just well adjusted. That. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> and all of us so. are crazy because I thought that thing was like twelve grand. The tracks I'm talking about. I was like, yo, there's no way this thing could be like more than twelve nine ninety nine. Like, oh sorry, nine ninety five. Bro, like a twenty twelve Chevy Spark or Sonic was twelve grand. You're right. Yeah, that's how much this thing should be. This thing is like more than eight times the size, despite still being eight so compact. It's much, oh, much newer. Maybe I saw yeah. I saw from across the parking lot. So yeah. <laughs> maybe I was like, oh yeah, what's that little thing over there? It is like it is still little. Like that's the thing. It doesn't look like a hatchback crossovery thing as much as it looks like. Kind of like a smashed hatchback on stilts, like it's a very exaggerated shape that has like a highish floor and a low roof, and like it, like it's a cool shape, but like yeah. I find for me like that shape Practical. makes th- it's a very claustrophobic place to sit for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I, th- I found so this week we also have the new twenty four Hyundai Kona N line, so it's a great yeah. point of comparison for the Trax yeah. RS because they're both. Metallic red by Raw Force yeah. Incidents. Yeah. They're both subcompact crossovers. They're both in the same category. They're both roughly the same ish price point, and they're both the faux sporty versions. And I found the Kona was like 
more contentiously styled, but better use of space, better greenhouse, much more bright area. I thought it was a more interesting cabin. Um, so as a regular people car, <clears throat> it did the regular yeah. people things good. Yeah, I, but, yeah. but so did the tracks. And but no, but you're saying in comparison, which is, that's the thing, like for people that are going to go out and buy a tracks, you're going to be worried about interior space like and, and comfort. Like that's yes. going to be a, on pretty high on the... Pretty high on the list. But something Nick brought up earlier today when, when we were going over this was that the tracks is like six grand cheaper. But yeah, and this is in a realm where six grand is like 25% of the cost. Yeah, which is a lot. So six grand because of options or because of of what? Well, because the Kona has more stuff on it. Like, so it has like a four cylinder versus a three cylinder. It has like a power seat. A three cylinder. Yeah, it's got the 1.2 liter three cylinder turbo three cylinder and a six speed automatic transmission. It's a six speed in 2023? In 2023. Are you sure not 60 speeds? Six. A six speed? Six? Yeah. That's where the six grand went. It's not <laughs> a C- I mean, it's not a CVT. <laughs> it's not a CVT, but no, the Kona's got like the new Kia Hyundai corporate like eight speed, which is actually mm-hmm. great. Hang on. So it's, you're saying that the Trax was how much how, how much percent cheaper versus the the Kona? It's like 25 to 30% cheaper. But it's yeah. missing 25% of the cylinders. Bingo. So like it's missing stuff. Like it's, yeah, yeah it's cheaper because it's not a good car. Ah, sorry, not as good of a car. Not as as contented. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I don't I don't know if I'm in the best place to discuss this because like I drove it around the block yesterday. I was in a foul mood, so I kind of hated it. <laughs> um, but like that's I, I recognize that that's probably an unfair take, and I haven't driven it since. It is a good looking little car. I like GMs. I like the way they drive in general. They're not bad. Yeah. Yeah. It was there's there is a basicness to it. Yeah. Like yeah. there's the and the engine. I was I was telling Nick off mic yeah. was. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I think we we got off tangents. It's, like, it's yeah. very three cylinder thrashy. Like it's yeah. driving the Kona yeah. in comparison felt like a leagues ahead. Mm-hmm. Yep. The Kona feels like a lot more car because it is. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, because the previous generation tracks was uninspired, as Nathan so diplomatically put it. Uh, this new one is just it's 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 a massive improvement in pretty much every possible way compared to to the previous one Mm -hmm. and the fact that you can still get it for under 30 grand that is a very yeah because they started like 25 i think they do um i still think the sweet spot i think the sweet spot of the lineup is the lt so 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 that still still gets you stuff like you know smart key um heated seats um, heated steering wheel, yeah, like what we've come to consider control. as like standard yeah, like, features, yeah, really. yeah like, like non-negotiables and yeah, yeah, exactly, this, yeah. this economy, yeah. And that's uh, that. <clears throat> that's about that starts at uh, I want to say it's twenty six or twenty eight. You and I were looking at it earlier. I think, yeah. I think it was twenty six for the one RS and twenty eight for the LT. If my yeah, serves. Yeah, um, and, and that gets you like most of the things. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it it's it's pretty good value c- considering what you get, and it's a decent looking uh, NPC mobile too. It does, you know what? I'll give it that. It looks great. Like the 19s look good. It's it's got a really cool shape. I like the thing. And I like the look of the thing. But like, do do when you can get this for under 30 grand, do does the target buyer really care about it being not fast and less than refined and having slightly more hard touch plastics than 
people well, like us. I mean, the hard touch plastics are it's not it's not so much that that's stuff. That's super it's, forgivable. At but this like price point. it's the yeah, if it's gonna be grumbly and stuff, like people are gonna worry about that. Like yeah, you know, people don't like that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think the biggest thing that would turn me off is, is just like it it just felt cramped. It felt claustrophobic. It felt small. Like it, it just like the way the dashboard is laid out, it's very like in your face, and I didn't. I could not stand sitting in it personally. Yeah, but like, okay, so the the Kona, like priced as it is, the, the what we have right now is not really a direct competitor, is there? But the thing is, you no. can spec a Kona to be a direct competitor, and you still get an extra cylinder, and you still get right, right. The more you like may, the like the Ionic style dashboard that's really like futuristic. You may yeah, get an extra is. cylinder in the Kona, but for thirty grand, you're in a mid spec uh, preferred. If memory serves me right, I. I looked this up. Uh, you're in a mid-spec preferred. Uh, you have the normally aspirated two-liter four-cylinder, and you're still dealing with, like, what, 140, 150 horsepower and which about is, the same level of torque. Which is still more than the tracks. More horsepower than the mm. tracks, but the tracks does have more torque mm. than the two-liter in the Kona. But fewer gears to move it through. None gears to move it through. Yeah. I don't know. I got nothing to say about this track, so I'm just completely uninterested. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I, I just looked at it and I was like, eh, whatever. Kay. I got a question for you, actually, though. Okay, so the last generation of small GMs that I m- remember growing up, like the the Sonic, I think they called it? Yeah. The one with the weird, oh, like, motorcycle yeah. dashboard? Yep. What was that? Yeah. I think yeah, I think it was no Spark Sonic. I always Spark, get the two okay. mixed up. I think all of the these Spark like was a sedan. It was a Sonic. Sonic. Was the hatch or something it was like Sonic. that. The Sonic. Yeah. Okay, all yeah. these little GMs that we've seen, they all felt like they were what the European counterparts or whatever brought over here they were yeah so what yeah. it was it was there were transplants right like mm-hmm. they were brought over here just to sell us cheap little to- like yeah cars that you cars, can yeah. you use for you know however long and then get rid of the problem is we've seen them age out to a point where reliability has become like an issue like i know on like the turbo fours like what are we what were we doing for a long time there oil coolers and stuff like that like mm-hmm. there was a lot of stuff that actually went wrong in them Okay, and then there's you know perceived quality. So like when you get in the tracks versus the Kona, which one feels better? Kona, Kona for sure. Kona. Okay, yeah. so if you're spending, you can spec them the same way, price wise, and maybe get a little bit more here or there. If if people are worried about price, you know you can you can get both of them for around the same price. Yeah. If the Kona feels better and it's offered with probably a better warranty, wouldn't you care more about that? Like I don't know. I'm just. It's, for people that actually want to keep a car for a long time, like what actually matters for you? I don't mm-hmm. even know anymore. Like it's bigger, <laughs> it looks better. I think the Kona is gonna age better, personally. I mean, if we're looking at perceived reliability, don't Hyundai's that are just a few years old with the same yeah they have their shaky roughly the same too. engines have yeah. the problem is that like everything <laughs> these days is built to be so disposable disposable yeah like it, everything is just such a here and now like gimmicky flashy have tech right now but i feel like throwaway product like your phone yeah and i completely agree with you like i kind of just that's what makes me lose interest in these things so much it's like nothing feels like it's a good value anymore like okay the civic even with like the civic it's like if you get the two liter okay like it's not a bad engine but then the 1.5 for a long time was having these fuel dilution issues like they, they mm-hmm. sorted them out whatever 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 but it just feels like they've gone away from whatever made the Civic so popular, which was like this quality vehicle you could buy for a price point and get around and not worry about it. Versus like the tracks, like I just feel like looking at it, I'm like all of this like gloss black plastic and stuff like that. Like I don't know, it just, it yeah. just looks kind of cheap to me. I'm I, like, I totally get what you a mean. like chintzy little thing that like you're gonna buy because oh my god, it's a nice new car, and then it just be like crap mm-hmm. in three years. Like yeah, that's what bothers me so much about these cheap cars. Like they just they feel so like 
Mm-hmm. Like, what's the point? Yeah, well, like we've brought like we've brought this up on like on air before about like the disposability of modern cars, like something like made in the '80s, okay, dated, but still looked semi-relevant ten years after the exactly. fact. Exactly. Whereas, just like an old phone, a four-year-old phone feels ancient, like yeah. an unusable then, ancient I mean, piece of garbage. <laughs> whereas, say like a Nokia flip phone, still functions as a phone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like by not trying to do so much, but by not trying to cram so much shit into something. And just sticking to one thing and doing it pretty okay, it works. And it feels less dated than something trying to do everything badly. I mean, I think for one, like, this is more of a societal conversation about <laughs> hyperstimulation. Yeah. For mm-hmm. one. and Consume. Uh, yeah, exactly. Buy, right? And buy, I think, like, buy. like, yeah, and that's what it is. And every industry is into this, right? The car manufacturers are not thinking, how do we get someone to keep this car for 10 years? which they might have been thinking earlier, uh, but now it's like, how do we get them into the next car? How do we get them into the next car, right? Yeah. So it has to be yeah. like, what's the new like, like, piano black? Yeah, what's and like, that's, new always, that's always been the right? thing. Like, I just I just find that like, it's it's a race for more content as with anything content. Yeah. Like even our own site, content, 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 all media is content, just more content, mm-hmm. more content, more yeah. stuff, more stimulation But I think that's now. why like, consume. Like recently, yeah. like, I felt so disconnected with cars in general because I'm mm. just like, Oh my god! Like, oh, look, they put another like strip of LEDs in this like BMW. As much as I love BMWs, it's like, oh god, yeah, neat. Like, oh my god, look at this Mercedes S class. It looks super, super tacky. Like, what the heck is going on here? And I'm just like, whatever, yeah. I'm over it. It's just a whole bunch of like glossy, showy, yeah, flow, like, overstyled, exciting. way That's overstyled, the overstyled, and overcontented. And attacking except, except when you get to Mazda. Ah, yeah. and you know what? Yeah. And here's uh-huh. the thing. Yes, actually, it's a segue. Yeah. So there we that's go. Hell of a segue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last week, Mazda actually does that well. It's like Mazda's great at that. Yeah. Yeah, actually. So I had the CX30 last week, uh, turbo, and like, holy shit, is that a good little car? They're great. Like, they're fantastic. Yeah, it's it's just, and for one, when it comes to the whole gimmick thing, mm-hmm. like their only gimmick that I saw in that car, which I loved. Was the fact that their LEDs fade in and out like the old incandescent yeah, and bulbs? Like, 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 and that's that, just so I, cool. I wouldn't call it a gimmick. That's attention to detail. <laughs> yeah, that's well, that's a subtle, paint. nice what? thing. That and their paint, Solar right. specifically. Yeah. Yeah, Mass's gimmick is like Solar, which, which yeah. to be fair is like yeah, but like, but it's yeah, everlasting. They've had nice that for feature. quite some time, yeah. though, right? Like, yeah. it's, that's what I mean. Like, in the Mazdas are kind of not exciting to me, but I'm like, every single time I see one, I'm like, oh, good choice. It's like, like you you've bought a car because it's built well and yeah. it's nice and it's simple and it does its job very well yeah and Not it drives because, well and looks great yeah it's got like, like yeah. an extra 15th like speaker rammed up like yeah the seat just mm-hmm. to make you feel special like i don't know like you know what i'm saying like no, no, the seat. Seat. yeah no uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no the cx30 like the interior like most new mazdas very simplistic like it's but it's, they feel uh, personally i feel like they're put together pretty well like and, and yeah. you can oh, feel yeah. it like even in the materials quality like Okay, what like we got like hard touch plastics here and there, but like overall quality just feels like okay, like someone paid attention when they're putting this thing together because they want this vehicle to be around in yeah. three years. Yeah, oh, yeah. Totally. relevant and it's, yeah. it's cohesive is the big thing. Like there mm-hmm. isn't like matte here, different matte here, glossier metallic here. Da, da, da. Like it's, it's just <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. No, it's 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 like it's simple. It's in it's elegant in its simplicity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I like I loved that thing. It was forty two thousand, I think. Tell us about the spec. Like the um, um, it was the GT. Spec. Um, 
turbo. So it's 250 horsepower in this thing. Doesn't Asterisk feel like that, does it? on 93 octane. No, on 93, yeah, and 320 pound-feet of torque. That's pretty good. Woo! And, like, I yeah. fully, like, I filled it up with, like, 94. Yeah, so we talked because... about this. So, like, so when I sp- <laughs> spoke to you, it was on cheapy gas, and then you filled it up, yep. and? Yeah, and it was fantastic. Comes alive, yeah. yeah. Like, it was, honestly, even on regular, it was, it was good. That's good on regular, but, like, with, like, the jungle juice in it. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was it was honestly like I was quite surprised. I was telling uh Nick off off mic it was was like Mazda seems so close to being able to bring out a Mazda speed product. Um because this thing in the absence of a Mazda speed product, I'm not saying it's like, you know, a competitor to like a hot hatch or something mm-hmm. like that, but it's it's fun enough. The suspension is sporty enough. Uh, the engine's great. The transmission's a little... Yeah, we were talking about the six-speed six auto. Yeah. It, it's a little dated, um, but but it works. Yeah, but what yeah. I was telling... What I was talking about before was that the six-speed, it's a letdown because everything else in the car is so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's almost like they created their own problem because if the engine wasn't as good, if the chassis wasn't as good, you wouldn't care so much that it's just yeah. an older six-speed. But because but, those things are great, yeah. you're like, what would this thing be like with a faster... Uh, shorter gearing, a better mm. transmission. Well, but like, I'm just going to stop you right there. So, like, here's the thing. You've gotten to the point where a car is so well done and executed yeah. that the only gimmick, that, or the only frustration that you have with it is, oh, the transmission could be a little bit better. Yeah, An totally. actual, yeah. tangible thing that they can work on and they probably will fix. Like They, they have fixed. On the CX-9, do they have a new 8-speed? Beautiful. Yeah. And <clears throat> I didn't really like the 8-speed auto in the CX-90 GT. Well, because well, it's because it's a weird auto. Because it's I, I can't remember the exact tech behind it, but it's not a traditional auto. I almost pref- I I almost pref- I almost prefer the six speed box over the eight over, over the new eight, eight so speed. I think what's the eight speed. The I think eight the eight speed. Thing? I can't remember the exact tech behind <laughs> it. I think it's it's kind of a dual clutch sort of thing. Oh, yeah. It's, little... like it's, it's a torque converter and kind of like an automated manual sort of thing. So I think it has like a clutch and a torque converter. If I've ever served f- something, something like you know what you guys talk. I don't look this up. You could feel it. Um, you you could really feel the downshifts when you when you would de- when you would decelerate. So is like, that a little 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 tiny bit herky jerky, which so, I wouldn't really expect. I'm sorry, did you just say decelerate? De- decelerate. 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 Yes. Herky-jerky. Yeah. Herky-jerky. Well, no, but you said de-accelerate. <laughs> he did say de-accelerate. Did I? I, I was going to let him get away with it. Well, clearly I can't fucking talk. Um, <laughs> but look, on a CX-90, yes. that's meant to be like a luxury SUV. Yeah, thing. Cool. I mean, not great. But if that thing found its way into a CX-30, that's meant to be this peppy little, fun little thing. Crossover the downshifts right are a little clunky. Eh. If they were faster, I'd take that trade off. That's fair. All I'm saying is, simplicity isn't always a terrible thing, and I'm not saying you know simplify everything by like putting a black dashboard in something and then making a screen. But what what I'm what I am saying is, you know, if you have like a car that's done well and it's simple and it's it's a good car, yeah. there's something to be said about it. It's not just flashy, you know, body panels and spoilers. Speaking of spoilers, have you seen the one on... Was it on the Kona or the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I looked over, I was like, oh, God's sakes. Like, really? Like, so, what are they doing? This was the same bone... T- this this was the same complaint I had when I did the Kona launch a couple months ago. From the back, it looks like a Kona N, which is kind of a tease because it's not a full Kona N. You're doing too much. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah, It's, kind of, much, it's yeah. kind of... As good as a new Kona is, it's a bit overstyled for its own good. That's what I'm saying. Like... It, Stop! Just, just relax. Like, 
make it simple make it elegant no sports yeah yeah exactly sports that, and i feel like that's always the mentality it's sports. like what if, what if we just more what, what if we just put off an extra eight more. years in it like off 18 speed auto yeah, yeah, yeah it needs it. more lines it needs more ground effects more just random yeah. slashes increases bro it needs more it needs more leds all, more yeah. leds holy shit it needs more leds yeah, black so wheels actually you know what Let's let's not shit talk Hyundai on this particular front because that thing has one thin strip of LEDs on the front and rear and that's it. Oh yeah, the Kona like looks good. It's just a little overstyled. Like why? It's a little, it's a little like happy look, little car. Like, yeah, what are because you, you got to differentiate. From right? what? I I don't know everything else, but the thing is, it's all a content race. Just more, 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 more. And no one's got the balls to come out with something simple and plain, except maybe Mazda. Yeah. What about the Hondas? Yeah, yeah, Honda's, yeah, Honda's, Honda's making good They've tightened up like like the like, Civic they, they is are, one of my favorite cars because great. it's yeah. just simple and it's like, oh my god, I can get in it. It's quiet, it's comfortable. Yeah. It just does the car thing really yeah. well. Like, there's no like frills in a good way. In a good way, like you know what I mean. Like it's it's not like a oh they forgot to put this in. It's like no, like they've left out all of the mm. excess they for you to. Oh yeah, Tim forgot to put that on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, like I don't know. It just feels good. No, you're you're right. And the thing is, like we have the we have the luxury of being able to drive so many of these different cars where yep. most of us are coming to the same conclusion that more isn't always better. Yeah, less is more. Right? Yeah, exactly. So uh, not everybody has that, so it's easy for someone walking into a dealership and I'm looking for a car and I, oh, it has flashy lights and the the M badge lights up and this does this and yeah, what? this and yeah. that and, <laughs> and um, right. So I think people get drawn to that. Definitely, and it's working. I can see, yeah. I can see why it, it, they're it, doing it, but I just feel like overall, like there's got to be a point where that stops working, and I hope that's soon. I think, I think the thing is, is that um, there's like just a race to have like more than the next guy yeah. more stuff more styling more features more, mm. more shit, we more shit to put the, on a piece of paper with the x5 like or, yeah. like all the all the new m's it's like okay well you need to have a comp because you know the other guys do it yeah. so like now we're just going to ruin this car by adding more more yeah, more, just, more, just more more stuff I almost, think, I almost think it's impressive that bmw still hasn't come out with an x7 m competition or whatever oh just too late They're well because yeah. the m60 <laughs> now is the m but we'll, we'll get to that. But um, I think, like, when the biggest thing that kind of shocks me is that, like, when you look at adjusted for inflation, the cost of cars has gone down. And especially when you consider the amount of shit in the average car, the cost of, of cars has fallen off a cliff. Yeah. Like, they've actually become, like, a screaming right. value, which is, I know is a ridiculous thing to say when an average transaction price for a car is $51,000. Jeez. Yeah, mm. it's nuts. Yeah. But... With this in mind, I feel like someone could make a car that was focused on being inexpensive, simple, inexpensive. But like, but then the other problem is that like no one's gonna want it because they Mitsu, have because Mitsubishi tried yeah. to do it with the Mirage and no one wanted it. GM tried to do yeah. it with the Spark. Yeah, because uh, no one wants these things because if they want a cheap car, they buy a used car. And if you're so now like used is just an arms race of having more shit. That's yeah. one and two. What the, what the fuck was I talking about? I mean, I, I don't know. I just, I just like generally speaking, Mitsubishi isn't usually the answer. That's all. It's not the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> go out right now and buy Mirage. No. <laughs> but the thing is, like, that was, that's the last example where someone tried to do it. Nissan was doing it with the Micra, which is a great little car. Right. But like an honest to god cheap little car, like there, you could do it. But the issue is that like it's also kind of being legislated out. Like with the amount of safety things that are required, like you trash control is mandatory. Backup cameras are mandatory. Oh my like, god! Speaking of backup cameras, I was actually going there with that. What was it? The Mirage or the Micra that you, they, it was like stuck on, 
like you can clearly tell in the back of the car they're like oh my god we forgot this thing like where do we put it <laughs> and they're just like okay just s- stick it in the middle somewhere and mm. they just they, they put this huge backup camera and you're like oh oh the micro was like mm. that too i think it was the micro yeah and i was like yeah. geez this is bad i, like no, I think it was car. both it was both the mirage and the the micro which both had like these like growths yeah, 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 on, the, yeah, yeah. on the tailgate. <laughs> I think they both like, talk to each other like, "Yo, what are you doing? Uh, I don't know. Just stick it on. Okay, okay, cool. We'll yeah. do. We'll do the same. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because the micro was a car that you could walk into a brand new dealership and hand somebody ten thousand yeah. dollars and walk out with a brand new car. What the warranty? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I guess I see what you're saying. No yeah. one wants the simple cars because they all want all the frills. Yeah. So I'm wrong. The cheap cars have become Chevy Traxes. Yeah. Which so are I'm, just waiting for some, I'm just waiting for someone else to try it again. Like, whether it be Mazda or Toyota But what or about something like, in between, like the Civic or the Mazdas, that have, like, enough a, features? It's called a Chevy Trax. That's not in between, No, that's though. not in between. That's uh... No, because that's the one extreme where it's got all, like, these random frills yeah, that you don't it's, need. Yeah, it's styled to look cool. But it's not. It's right, a freaking Trax. Like, that stamping, that casting costs money, right? There's money in that. That's you what can I'm make saying. something with a simple shape. What? Like no, it's Shut just up. the fact that you said there's money in that, and that's like one of your favorite catch terms. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. Famous last words. Yeah. No, I, I see what you're saying, but there's money left on the table where you could put that into I don't know, building a better car with better quality. How do you sell longevity though? And then how do you sell longevity again? Well, Toyota's been doing it, where they built really good cars a long time ago. Now they built crap. That's the thing, and look at how often they get dogged for making boring last generation cars. Like, because they're like, boring last they're, like, they're, like, they're and they're making not great reliable. stuff now, but they've been behind for a long time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's I, no winning, is there? No, there isn't. We're always going to bitch about this, so forget it. Yeah. And speaking of forget it, I didn't forget, so I looked at this CX-90. <laughs> so they made a new 8-speed. It is a wet clutch kind of style, so it's sort of a DCT, but not quite. Oh, interesting. It doesn't have a torque converter, um, and they've used their mild hybrid system that's standard on those engines to kind of augment the start-stop. Or sort of mm. augment the launching mm. in lieu of a torque converter. Oh, interesting. Yeah. See, Mazda does. Yeah. Mazda does and cool like, they stuff. did it that way because, because, right. because no. like, well, for well, the those... whole Sky Active thing, like, that was really good tech. In a way that was like, okay, like, let's let's push the envelope yeah, this with is like actually efficiency. Good, good, this like, is good yeah. engineering. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, not like, I don't know, stick it on the screen in it. Uh. Big, bigger screen. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. that's the thing. So, like, Mazda just just is one of those companies that you know is run by a bunch of engineers yeah. like and a bunch of enthusiasts. Oh, because, yeah, a bunch of people yeah. that And, and they've care. always just done their own thing. Yeah. Like, forget focus groups, forget this. We're just, we're just going to do this. Yeah. This works. We're going to try it. What a great like, They car. did the transmission because they tried to outsource it and no one could hit their targets. Like, all right, so we did it this way because it's more efficient, more direct, and smaller. Yeah. So we can put it in other shit. Yeah. <sighs> okay. And the ZF8's <laughs> really expensive. So the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, hang on. What happened to ZF8 this week? Last week? Last week. Last week. Nathan was mm-hmm. in the uh, Nathan X7 was in yet another BMW SUV. <laughs> because t- they make the most fantastic cars. I will have you know, sir, I am a fancy boy. I had two ZF8s last week. Oh, what? What'd you have? The 300C. Oh, okay, let's do the yeah. X7 first. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the X7 first. Let's okay. get it out of the way. Great car. Yeah, let's, let's get that thing out of the way. Blue. It was very blue. It was a spectacular shade of blue. Freaking fantastic. Well, you know, let's, I, I feel like I'm hogging the mic. Nick, you had the thing for the weekend. I did. Mike, okay. Why does a three-row SUV boogie as well as that thing <laughs> That is does? by that approximately five billion miles the best handling, best driving three-row in the universe. Hang on. Like, pause one boogie. second. You said three-row SUV and boogie. I remember saying on the podcast something about three-row SUV and tossable. 
was this the same X7 or was this a different SUV that we we're talking about? No, that was no I think we were we talking about the X5M. X5M, I think we were talking about the BMW top, does yeah. It again. Yeah, it wasn't a three row, but like, but, <laughs> wasn't a three row, but you could toss it. Right? It was an SUV that could drift. Oh, like, it could rotate. Wacky. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yo, BMW, please sponsor us. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, the X7. Yeah. Um, I I did find the I found the the automated the automated lane change assist maybe a bit too perfect not perfect too excellent to your liking no it <laughs> you didn't it, like the fact that it signaled let, as a bmw yeah that <laughs> it, that it, it changed lanes about as well as as most bmw drivers would it was kind of abrupt okay actually well, it's like, trying thought- to like replicate the real thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, Actually, like, I, maybe this speaks to me. I thought it was fine. I but, never had any issues with but it. But yeah, like, you're not supposed to take eight years changing lanes. Like well, that's the thing. You're not do. supposed to meander. You're supposed to, like, all right, do we're it. coming over now. Like, I don't know. I felt it was... I, I felt it was abrupt, especially compared to what Mercedes typically does with their uh, lane change assist. Don't disrespect BMW by bringing Mercedes in again. Wow. Excuse me? Get the heck out of here. Oh, Mercedes that's did it better. Lights. But wait, uh, uh, <laughs> Anyways, look, all I'm saying is different manufacturers do it differently. A little abrupt is not bad, especially for self-driving tech. Like, whatever. As long as it gets the job done and does it safely. Yeah, but speaking of self-driving tech, so did you actually check out the Drive Assist Plus on that thing? Did that have it? Yes. Yes, it did. Yeah, yep. Fucking spectacular. Oh, my God. It's amazing. <laughs> so, here, so, so here's the thing. So, like, my first press vehicle that had it was the X6 M60i, and it had, like, a separate little like toggle yes. in the drive menu yeah, thing yeah. for drive assist so let's say like drive assist ready and then you hit the button and, yep. and it sets and it, it up. does it thing on the Next new one automatically yes it does this one does it automatically it just shows it's ready you take your hands off the wheel and it's just doing no it. way it's Full incredible and it does cool. it so yeah. well and so like when i when i had the seven i couldn't figure out how to do it i really couldn't I'm like i don't get like i take it. my hands off and then it, and it starts and then i put my hand back on and it goes away i don't get it and it hit me this time like no you that's what it is just let jesus take the wheel let bavarian <laughs> jesus handle it <laughs> and he will yeah it's so good yeah I think the i4 i4 I had was the first car I had that did it mm-hmm. and it was the same thing like you put it into a different mode yeah. and it worked like honestly that was one of my favorite EVs because it just did all of that stuff well and it was priced appropriately by a mile it's the yeah. best EV yeah. as long as you don't look at yo, it yo BMW what you saying <laughs> so the X7 actually got mad at me for taking my hands off the wheel well, you can't do it above a certain speed. Wait, yes, you can. No, you uh, the drive plus thing. Yes, you can. Like, okay, literally at any speed. It, when it says drive assist ready, you take your hands off the wheel and it's Gucci. Right, but yeah, did it say drive assist ready? Yeah. Oh, oh, strange. sometimes like if you're going through a construction zone or whatever, it'll like trip you to put your hands back on for a minute. Yeah, like mm. it'll tell you for a second, like, hey, okay. hey, I'm uncomfortable. Get your hands back on the wheel. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then it'll say drive assist ready, okay. and then you go back to not doing that. Hmm. Fair enough. Keep it down on your toes. <laughs> yeah, and, but the thing is, like, it also lane centers really well. It like it turns very it naturally. It lane. It does. Yeah, like, no, like, it you, does. Because you know, some are kind of like, <laughs> like it, yeah, it's yeah, weird, robotic, right? Yeah. Um, oh, it parts well, itself, it itself really well. Yeah, it doesn't like slam the brakes when someone changes lanes in front of you in a perfectly normal fashion. Like it, yeah. it's just, it's. I think it's by far like the most natural self-driving system, or like even adaptive cruisy kind of system. Nice. It's just it works really well. Yeah. Really good, and like. You brought this up, and I posted a video of this. Like the the fact that it's able to remember like a parking path. So like I have a really yeah. long driveway, so yeah. I can so like at the beginning of the week, I pulled up to my driveway, hit record path, 
backed up, saved path. And then for the rest of the week, I would just pull up in front of my driveway and it would just back itself 60 feet up into my parking spot. <laughs> That's awesome. Absolutely crazy. <laughs> yeah, because I like pointed that out to Nathan. I was like, yo, you, you ever notice like, yeah. and like, it's not just new BMWs that like the 19X5 that we had yeah. did the same thing. And yeah. it was like, Yo, like, this is actually really cool tech that no one, like, I bet you no one knows exists. Yeah. But, like, you just tell it to do something once, yeah. and it will remember it. Every single time you get to that GPS waypoint, it's yeah. like... It's like, hey, do you want to do this? Yeah, I do. Yeah. It's incredible. That's awesome. And, like, I can't remember if I brought this up on air, but I remember you tripped me about this when we had the Range Rover a while ago. It was like, yo, try the self-parking. I'm like, no, I'm good. And you're like, no, no, no. Someone tried really hard yeah, for a very long time. That. This yeah. is somebody's yep. life's work to make this a thing that works well for you. Right. I Try would, it. And that's the thing. Most of those systems actually work, okay, the modern ones, I'll, I'll preface this, Yeah. work really well. Like, the BMWs obviously work really well because they show you what they're doing. And I think that's a big thing. Like, like knowing what the what the system is doing is kind of like a... Yeah. It definitely puts your mind comfort. at ease, right? Like, yeah. it, it will do, like, the whole, you know, quote unquote augmented reality thing pretty well where it'll show you like I'm aiming for this spot this is how I'm going mm-hmm. I don't know a lot of other systems that do it that well with like the whole augmented reality thing but they all park themselves pretty well yeah and that's the thing like some engineers spent a lot of time designing it and I think no we should appreciate them yeah, yeah like no I, I I don't like I I yeah. We I talked about this on one of the episodes every press where car it's I like, get, have you if have it has self self-park? parking I will admit ever since that conversation? Ever since that conversation where I have been reminded that someone worked very hard on these features, I now make a point to actually take advantage of these features. I'll just spend the yeah. first half so of this thank podcast you, Rush, for saying, making me a better person. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The first half of the podcast saying all these features are dumb, people just make simple cars, but also yeah. the self-parking and the X7 works. Yeah, 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 this is a... This is it's a, more yeah. content. No, can you wait? Oh, you try that? You, I you, thought you yeah, like more you try that feature where it just parks itself <laughs> yeah. on the path? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sick. It's no, so cool. If my next car saying, doesn't have it, it's a deal breaker. Okay. Right? Okay. No, 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 no. And See, they can't thing. win. No. <laughs> Literally can't. It's a luxury <laughs> car that you expect extra features. The, when, when your SUV costs $100,000 plus, $157,000. That's when you want the frills. Yeah. But like, you want the frills to work. It has to be seamless. This is just car guy logic, which is not logic. No, 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 but it works for us. No, it's fun. <laughs> All I'm saying is like, yeah, like if you if you if someone's gone to the effort of being like, okay, this car parks itself, it should do it well. Yeah. Which I never understood. Like the early systems, like uh what was it, like the two thousand and eight LS four sixty that we tried it in? Just falls like completely like flat on space. It's like I don't know what I'm doing. Oh my god. Uh and then just four wheel steering really helped those systems out a lot. A mm. lot, a lot. They gave them a ton more flexibility. Yeah. So wait, have you guys tried this? Like parking into parking spaces or parallel parking. Or I've, never, actually, I've never, I've never tried a parallel parking to be honest. I oh my god! But someone spent so much time <laughs> engineering that. Yeah, but someone work. else is waiting for me to park, and I'm not going to make them wait for the car to think about whether it wants to park or not. Okay, so BMW <laughs> also does that pretty well. We could choose this parking spot. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But like the the, the systems that actually let you choose the spot, like. When you pull up to like, it's oh yeah, like, it'll like show you like so when you have like the cameras on, you can hit the cameras while you're like looking for exactly. your spot, mm-hmm. and you'd be like start parking that assist. One. That's my spot. Yeah, versus <clears> like <throat> if you're just driving along and waiting for it to pick up on a spot, I feel like yeah. those systems don't. Yeah, no, I I'm with you on that. That those systems are typically hit and miss. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. The Ford one is pretty good. I always thought. Yeah, I haven't tried that one. Uh, my first press car, the Escape <laughs> P have actually had it and it worked it's, well. Really, it's funny because I tried the. I tried Ford self-parking assist, also in an escape, 
and it parked in my condo garage, literally over the lines. <laughs> I was like, yeah, close enough. Uh, you have to upgrade to the Lincoln. There you go. <laughs> yeah, if you want the good shit. Oh, sorry, you wanted to be in the spot? Yeah, my bad. Oh, we hired a way better guy to design it on the Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> we fired Tim. Yeah. Oh, poor Tim. Tim. <laughs> so, so, Nathan, what was the uh, second set of eight product you drove? Right, so while you took the X7 from me, I went to Mopar and picked up the final edition Chrysler 300C. Um, for its last run for 2023, mm-hmm. they're making, I think it's 2000 for the US and 200 for Canada. Um, Canada. It's, it's the new style 300 bot. I don't know why I say new style, because we all think of the old yeah, one, right? Yeah. It's yeah. I think it's, it's the same since, since pretty much its inception. It's like, barely, it's like been facelifted yeah. a little. A little. Well, no, because there was the first shape from like 05 yep. to like 14 I think looks still looks good looks great yes I really I don't know what's, I don't presence. know what's up with it yeah, yeah. Like, they, they nailed it especially the SRT oh wow good. yeah yeah but then the new shape came out in 14 that was featured so famously by Walter White um Oh, right. yeah. yeah. But that was a V6, yeah? No, it's a... No, it's, 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 no it had a V8 motor. SRT8. Oh, okay. okay yes. no, those are the 6.1s back then. 6.1? Anyway, 6, yeah. 6.1 in the new shape? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but anyway, for this final run of cars, they resurrected the, the 300C name, because C has been dead since mm-hmm. the new shape, mm-hmm. um, and they put the 392 out of the Challenger and Chargers in it. And with the same ridiculous stonking exhaust system <laughs> and the same adaptive suspension and the same locking diff and the same skinny tires. And I absolutely adored it. I am <clears throat> floored that you enjoyed it, considering your feelings uh, with regards to the chally that we had uh, a few weeks ago. I thought, <clears throat> hang on, is that a fate you said? Yeah. Oh, that yeah, that's why. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Save the manuals yep. unless it's a ZFA. <laughs> <laughs> My biggest problem with the Challenger is that it fell into this uncanny valley of, like, being a little too close. So, like, it has the manual, but it's... So, I appreciate that it's there, but it's not quite enough. And because it's not quite direct enough, because of its response issues, I just don't want it there at all. Um, And I still maintain, even though you guys argue with me about this, that, like, steering feel and, like, the brake pedal feel on the ZF8s is way tighter. Like, way tighter? Steering is probably in my head. That might be a Charger versus Challenger thing, but like mm-hmm. the brake pedal feel, I swear to God, is way tighter in the ZFA cars. Really? Yes. Hmm. Interesting. I thought in the Chally it was like crazy overboosted, and in the Charger Hellcat we had, which I drove back to back, it yep. felt a lot stiffer. Huh. <laughs> stiffer. <laughs> I don't know. One <laughs> thing I feel like you know a... what, the only thing I didn't like about the 300C was that it didn't have a floppy knob. It has the dial instead of a, uh, like a shifter thing. Oh, no floppy knob. No floppy knob. You can't play, you can't play with your knob while yeah. you drive. No floppy knob and an absolutely useless back seat. It has the panel really? it has really? a panel roof which looks great. It goes a long way towards removing the claustrophobia from the cabin. No headroom. Absolutely zero headroom. Uh, really? Wait, so does yeah. the panel panel sorry, the like does it open up? Yeah. Oh, I see. Because a lot of like a lot of these cars have just like a fixed glass roof. Yeah, no, it it opens and it opens directly into the rear seat. Yeah, <laughs> see that's the issue, right? Because like if you have a fixed glass roof, like it's actually not bad. Like it fixes the claustrophobia issue pretty well, and then also like you can like move the roof line up a couple inches so that it actually yeah. like feels yeah, yeah. feels like, like there is a cutout for heads. Like if you're sitting in it with good posture with your back yeah. straight, like it's fine. Yeah. Um, but when I was trying to take pictures, like crack my skull on it a few times so, um anyway outside of those grievances <laughs> it was one of my favorite press cars this year and i would like to purchase one it's so amazing. that you liked it that much it, i liked it that much i've never known someone to like a car so much that they purchased it oh wait <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
literally. <laughs> okay, so like yep. for me personally, I've always had like a, a thing for just like big, fast, semi-stealthy sedans. Like okay. I no, always have. Yeah. Um, like anytime playing a video game growing up, it was always like whatever the detective car is. I want yeah, that yeah, yeah. One. yeah. Like that, yeah. that's the cool shit. This looks like that. Huh. And and it sounds like NASCAR because 392 exhaust system is amazing. Like th- right. there's no changes. It's not subtler. It's not any quieter. It can fires up just like a Challenger, and it's just as obnoxious. That and is it's super fucking cool. glorious. Can we okay. get a, a? Can we get a, a? Can we get a uh, sound clip? Like an accurate rep- representation of the exhaust note. Do the roar. <laughs> do it. <laughs> do I have to do this on mic? Yes. Are you gonna like dub over with like actual sounds later? No. 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 Do the roar. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, <laughs> so question. Yeah. Who's going to buy this thing? People that Nathan. are really into... Okay. <laughs> well, the thing is, it is it is a limited run, so like you can kind of count on it to sort of hold some value. Still, who? who? Who's going to look at a 300C and be like... Bro, it's a Chrysler Final Edition. It's a like, peak boomer so? tax. Yes. <laughs> boomer tax. See, that's the thing. But do any yeah. boomers like the 300C? Yeah, I just feel like it's general? too rental car market to hold value. Like, it's No, just man. Too... It, still, it still looks gangster. It's a nice place to sit. Granted, a tiny bit dated, but a nice place to sit. Comfy chairs. You connect... Four, I think they're on eight now, but you connect four still works really well. <laughs> it still works. But the thing is, like, because it's an older platform, because it's based on a, a fucking nineties Mercedes <laughs> yes. with a like truck yeah. with a with a neoclassic like modern truck engine. Um <laughs> really selling here, buddy. And a challenger yeah, exhaust you're, you're system. It, the just, case it just hits all the right notes of like it, it has that like that a touchy feeliness that I appreciate in a car that the Lexus IS500 did where like it's not trying to be BMW race car it's not trying to be like it's not trying to be good it's <laughs> and it's not it's trying to just be like really cool it's, it's just and trying to, it's just trying to be its own thing it is, it's relaxed you know it's kind fun of... it's connected it feels organic that's the biggest yeah. thing BMW as much as we like them they definitely feel artificial that's well, you can agree with me on this I, I got you. what's that it worth definitely what's it worth 76 grand so, it's actually not that bad for what you're getting that though. is 15 grand less than the Challenger I had that drove worse Alas, that is also the seventy-six thousand dollars question for that kind of money, which you also fell over, fell head over heels in love with the IS five hundred. For I definitely, for, I definitely I have a type. Let's <laughs> yeah, call it. Right? Let's call it eighty grand. Between those two, which one are you taking? I don't know. M three forty. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> an M three forty is like eighty-five. Is the thing. And you're down a hundred horsepower. Yeah. But also, like, you know, like, the way cylinders. you describe that, like, 300C, it's like truck suspension. No, no, <laughs> truck engine. <laughs> truck engine, old Mercedes suspension, and Yeah, but a old cool Mercedes suspension stuff. is really good. It sounds yes. like someone's, like, project car. Yeah, but it's a cool project car. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it's kind of neat. Like, it, it's yeah. it's built for a certain it, it, market. It's a, where factory, it's, like, it's a factory, like, resto mod kind of thing. That's the thing. It's like, yeah. oh, I want to build something really cool. Why don't you spend 76 grand and go and buy it, and it's going to cost you less money anyway. It's like... I can kind of see the appeal of that because yeah. then I, like, I was first thinking like, okay, if it's quant, like, okay, like I have an old F5 and like the appeal of old M5s is that you can drive them, you know, not crazy and they'll yeah. be like a normal car. And then like when you step on them, it's like, okay, right. this it's is fun, exciting yeah. mm-hmm. versus like this thing sounds like it's kind of, you know, exciting all the time with it's like loud exhaust and whatever. Yeah. But I guess the whole idea is that like if you were to buy a sedan and then, you know, quote unquote, soup it up. Yeah. This is kind of what you do. It would to do it that anyways. anyway, yeah. And the thing is, right, like when you're like just putzing around town, like it's not obnoxious, but it's definitely like there. V8 loud. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. it sounds like, mm. you know, charger with flowmasters on it. 
Like right. it's it's that like big American. Kind of respect it. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's pretty cool. And for seventy six grand, like that's a lot of money. Don't get me wrong, but for what you're getting, not especially really. like in this market. Like I, I don't know what else I'd rather have. Well, and the I, then between the <laughs> <I-S-500, laughs> and, and this is the problem between the two cars, the IS five hundred by hands down, like a much. I don't even know if it's a better vehicle. Like, okay. Wow. No, it's not. Prob- it's just as dated. It's just as dated. Maybe a tiny bit less. I feel like they're Maybe not as exciting, though. Like, I feel like the ice water never excited me. It's Arguably not- better looking. The Arguably. They're very different, right? The 300, the 300 I, looks like a vault. It's very angular. It's very, like, classic, like, yeah. slab cider proportions, and I love that but, shit. But, like, okay, when you showed me what it looked um, like, I was like... Damn, I'm in. Like, that yeah, thing looks it's super cool, yeah. right? Whereas, whereas your IS-500, as much as I enjoy the IS shape and how, like, sculpted and voluptuous it is, it looks just like an IS-350. I was just going to say, like, yeah, it's it looks not... looks like someone's yeah, grandma's car. Yeah. yeah, but you could use the, the, the same argument with a 300. 100% you could I could. Like, That's the like, thing. It like, looks the same as the 300 that you'd get off the this, Enterprise This is lot. the thing. So I spent the whole weekend, like, yo, this car is gangster as fuck. I'm super in love with it. No, 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 I actually went out for a drive. I went out for a drive on my own, not for social reasons, not to meet anybody, not to go do anything. I went out for a point A to A four-hour drive in that car. I haven't done that in a long time. I had the best time ever. I fucking love that car. <laughs> but I took it to Brampton. <laughs> oh, boy. And everybody else loved that car? Where I saw... <laughs> Like eighty other three hundreds, no, no, yeah. no other C's, but eighty other three hundreds, yeah. and like all of a sudden, like oh, it's, okay, it's, it's a little less. There's still like, like I had that feather in my cap, like no, mine sounds badass. Mine is one of actually only twenty two hundred. Oh my god, is this the modern day um, Corvettes? Like my Corvette is best Corvette, best Corvette. But it's, Look but but it was though. It actually empirically was. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's it's for a certain demographic, right? Like honestly, like if if you if you, if you buy a fast three hundred, it's not because like you want to be flash and you want everyone to know. It's because you really enjoy. Yeah, it's because you thought it was sick. A fast sedan. Yeah. Like, uh, and the thing is, like, even like I don't, I don't know. Do do you? That's like that's, it's it it's such a goes back to the question you were asking, like who buys this? Yeah. Like. Well, they're only making 200, so they don't have to find that many people, <laughs> you know what? right? Yeah, I, I, guess so. I would buy it, that or the IS-500. Between the two, I'd have to revisit the IS-500, honestly. That's why I asked if it was still on the fleet. Yeah. Like, I, I need one. That's Definitely. the weirdest thing. Like, I think I'm the only one at Double Clutch that the IS-500 does absolutely nothing for me. No, you're not, you're, you're, you're not the only one. Addy didn't like it. He didn't like it so much that he bought one and sold it. Yeah, well, exactly. yeah, exactly. Like, immediately, because he was like, this thing sucks. Yeah, so you're not the only one. Because, like, the interior... Okay, like, the engine... Like, okay, here's the thing. Choose your the, words carefully, my friend. The engine... Everyone says... Everyone raves about this thing, because it's like, oh, my God, naturally aspirated V8. And? Like, it just yes. feels like, meh. Naturally aspirated V8. But it doesn't sound special. It sounds like gr- it, Gran Turismo. It literally does. <laughs> Dude, it just sounds artificial. It just sounds like someone, like, was like, oh, this is how a V8 should sound, right? Like, I don't I, know, man. I kind of get what he's saying. As much as I adored the IS-500, I get what he's saying. But that's also because the like op- the sound augmentation is turned on by default. There's, like, a, a, between... Okay, but below, as, below, by below, default, when I get into a car and that's how it sounds, that is my representation But of it's car. a hard physical switch you can turn off and keep off all the time. Sure. Um, but then it's quiet and boring. I get really? Me. For for the augmented sound, there's, yeah. like, a hard switch? Yeah. Wow. Wait, so the yeah. augmented sound comes through speakers. That's yeah. impressive. So your car sounds so crap, you got to make noise comes through the speakers no, that's, because that's, the that's, V8 is so boring and it's just my driver. No, that's just like Asian car manufacturers all do that. Like, I think now they literally excuses. all do. Okay, but either way, no, I, no, I was <laughs> going to agree with you because I think like at like around town speeds, IS500 sounds great. It sounds like a low V8 and it sounds yeah. good. When you rub it out, there's at, nothing. At the higher end, I think it sounds really good because it's it's got that like 
acoustically tuned higher pitch like sexiness in the middle it kind of sucks but I the agree. middle is right. where you're gonna be driving it a lot problem you're right <sighs> versus like the 392 like that engine is just like so funny yeah yeah it, like, just, it just sounds amazing yeah. all the time, and it's so obnoxious and dumb and torquey. I fucking love that car. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think I saw you rave about the IS500 like that. Like, I know you said, oh, my God, I want one. But, like, not I want one. I spent four hours driving around for fun. Yeah. I don't know. I feel, I feel like this 300C broke, Nathan. Like, yeah, that... And the thing is, they drive similarly. The IS500 is lighter and a little more flickable, but because the 300C is just... Old Mercedes, the language I speak, um, <laughs> but with more torque and a limited slip diff and skinny tires, so it's actually super playful and sideways yeah. and like, like it's not objectively fast. An M340i would blow its fucking doors cares? off. You have more fun, and that's the thing. Yeah, I'm having so much fun in it. Interesting. I adored that car. I. Guys, uh, five hundred sucks. I'll, uh, I'll make you sure. Suck. I'll make sure. I'll make sure to rent one from Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's not very nice. <laughs> you know the um, I didn't uh, I didn't get to spend the the uh, spend any time with this uh, 300C because Nathan hogged it the entire See, time. I often adored it. You did. My schedule didn't work out. He adored it. But <clears throat> it, it it made me wonder at some point, um, like when I think of the the 300, I sorry when I let me let me. Let me uh, backtrack. When I think of the 2000s in terms of the automotive landscape, I think the first car that comes to mind is the Chrysler 300. Is there anything else that's just as as iconic for the 2000s as the 300? That is a very good question. I am just filling air because I don't know how to answer that. An Escalade? What did you just say? More iconic vehicle for like the what? early 2000s than a Chrysler what 300. What encapsulates the... Or, or approximately as. Yeah. Why did you not give us this question before? Because I'm completely blanking. <laughs> Dude. The 300's a great answer. Why don't you give me, why don't you give me one? Um, I'm looking at you, Nick. Yeah. Yeah, Nick, what do you think? Like, like let's, yeah, let's get this... Ball, like, okay, so there's the 300 twins, the Challenger and the Charger. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, you know what? That's the, not really... The, the, the first retro Mustang. I was just about Mustang, to say, yeah. yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah that yeah. was... Yeah, that was and they're all gone huge. off the road now. Mm-hmm. You ever notice that? They're just disappeared. It's because all... Uh, wrapped around wrapped trees. trees. Wrapped around <laughs> gas stations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here, here's, a, here, here's a question that's a little out of left field. PT Cruiser? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's a car. Okay, that's so hang on. So what that's a car. That's it was an story. icon. It's like a retro wave of like... Old but new, yeah, kind of. Volkswagen started. The PT Cruiser had its moment. It was yeah, like new this... Beetle, yeah, new Mini, it, yeah. yeah, new Mini, new Mini. Minis, a Mini. big icon, yes. yeah, yes. God, I love Minis. The new Mini is like one of the only cars I can think of where like every single person in the journalistic press was like, "Yep, this is great." Every minis single are just one. So good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're just cool. Yeah. Reliability, no, but looks and fun. They're also yes. made of BMW, right? Oh uh, no. No, let's just not talk about that. <laughs> okay. No, the modern ones are quite good, though. Yeah, okay. <laughs> teething pains, teething pains. <laughs> it was a Chrysler engine. Um, Blame them, yeah. Uh, no, no, hang on. But you liked the Chrysler recently, so. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. It's all fine. They're fine. I like those. They're good cars. I've actually never driven one. A PT Escla- Cruiser? So. No, like in, like um, <laughs> an old Mini, like, like an R56 Mini. Or yeah, like, like, a, like an early new Mini. They're pretty good, actually. I've heard they're fantastic. Yeah. That's I've what I was just talking about, like, 40 seconds F-56. ago. F-56. Those are pretty good, too. Yeah. 
But the R fifty six is the generation before, right? That's the f- where it's a lot lighter. R fifty. R fifty. R fifty three. Yeah. We're like the first first, first right. body. Yeah, yeah. And then like the second one after that was R fifty six. Yeah. Which and they went like to like Peugeot w- engines, I think. Yeah. And like yeah. a lot of people had those. Yeah. yeah. So like I actually got to draw yeah. a couple and I was like, wow, this is actually like pretty neat. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I had a lot I had a John Cooper works F fifty six and I had oh. a ton of fun in it. With that, it had Did like you? A, you were yeah. cool. <laughs> oh my god, I, I didn't even, know this. I even had a JB4 stage one tune on it. Ooh. <laughs> that thing was fun. Why'd you get rid of this thing? That thing was fun. So you had a JB4 commi- and it was going to blow up. Commitment issues. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was uh, the kid was coming, so we went to the GTI. Yeah, you know, that's fair. Yeah. And then you immediately got rid of the GTI then for GTI, something better. Yeah, for the Integra. Yeah. yeah. Integra's cool. Integra's rad. Yeah, great family car. It also yeah. looks cool. Like, I don't know. I saw it on the parking lot today. I was obviously tripping in wrong because that's my job. But like, I was like, damn, that's a nice looking yeah, car. Yeah, that thing looked great. Yeah, it like, does. It's pretty outstanding. Mm. Yeah, and practical. Yeah. Like, like, good value. It's collectory. So, like, you can feel pretty good about resale. Yeah, I guess. Not things I think about because I'm financially illiterate. So, of course not. Yeah. But, like, well, won't but, but, but it's as a thing. quickly as other cars, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's not like a regular series production thing that's going to fall off a cliff. Yeah. Oh, it's a little um, special, right? Yeah, it's special. It looks special. It drives pretty special. Like, good car. Yeah, yeah it is. I'd like to circle back, though, because I feel like Nathan avoided answering this question. <laughs> 300C or IS500? 300C, man. He already answered. <laughs> I'll answer for Nathan because I, like I know he, him. No cop-outs. I can't like cop-out because you need to pick one. I, for months on end, he's been talking about how good the I IS know. is. Like, it was, and it is very good. I think Look, he feels like he's about to listen, cheat on his girlfriend. I'm, I, I'm, I'm about to say So the IS, the IS 500 <laughs> is that abusive girlfriend that treated him... <laughs> Like the first six months of the relationship was fantastic. Also, like eight of you guys teethed that thing from me. I only had it for like two nights in the week that I had it. Whereas right. with the three hundred, it was just like a, like a beautiful romantic bittersweet tryst. So you had from it for Friday two nights. Night. Like I had to return that thing by eight a.m. Monday morning. I dropped it off at seven fifty nine. Like I I really Nathan's having this. You had it for just as long as as the as the IS five hundred. Yeah, and I spent. I spend more time driving it because I fucking because he really it. likes it. And yeah. It felt great. He didn't it sounded know great that Cupid could strike twice. This is I guess not this right. is yeah. the problem that he's. It's he's so good. Right it's now. really good. I um I think he's made up his mind. It's, you know what? It, it was it was crazy bittersweet because honestly, like I didn't even want the assignment. I didn't care. Like the three hundred. Like yeah. you, like you and Adi are way more hard for the three hundred than I ever was. Um and like I already had a ton of stuff to do. But like okay. <laughs> Fine, I guess I'll take this damn thing. Yeah. Um, like I've already driven like like we talked about at nauseum on this podcast, like the two other Mopars, the Challenger and mm-hmm. the Charger. It's like I get it. It's gonna be the cool engine with the better gearbox. Like it's gonna probably gonna be pretty good, but whatever, fine. I was not expecting to have the emotional response that I did to this thing. And I am so it, it's very bittersweet that I got to finally experience this thing as it's time to die. Yeah. Like it, it feels like, but they've done the best with the last version of they it. They really did, and it, it feels like like one of those so many love songs, but like a romance that's short term and super passionate by necessity. Like, okay, yeah. I, I got to go back to reality now. Yep, this has to end. Like, it, I think the just, own the three ninety two though, the three hundred C. You'd probably wrap around like eight fire or <laughs> every tree. Yeah, yeah, every tree on the way to every gas station. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's probably reason they only gave it to you for so long. Yeah. So definitely the IS500 is a bad car. You know what? Like I, so I know like yeah. the IS500 is the one I'd rather take home to mom, but like the, I'd rather live with a 300C. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Because the IS500 is a bad car. All right. No. 
No, Man. it's a wonderful car. It's terrible. This is a really tough decision. Also, I like the S500. It comes with a red interior. The 300C is like only black interior. I was actually surprised by that. white, black, and red paint. That's it. That's yeah, I was surprised by the lack of customization. <laughs> Keep it simple, there. stupid. Yeah, and it does. And, it's, and you know what? I'm like, as much as I chirp, OEMs are like, Black cars, black wheels, black interior, everything black. It works on 300. No, that's the, how I spec mine. They put the best. <laughs> yeah, that's the, thing. that's the thing. Like they put the best engine in it. They're yeah. like, okay, black paint, black, black, white, red. What do you yeah. want? And like it's gloss black. Like that's it. Just plain jet black. That's, that's it. it. Like it. Mm. No metallic. Uh, no, no frills. The only thing I would do, I'd like send the wheels out to get machined, so they're just like a little, little bit of pop. Okay. And uh, she's already specking how he would have his. So you're you know already what? modifying it. There I, you go. There's I, your answer. I actually want the press car. Just give it back to me. <laughs> he, if you guys could see Nathan's face right now, it's like a, a kid fell in love for I the am, first time. He's I, beat you know, red. Okay, here's the like, thing. Like, like this yeah. is the, an emotion I haven't felt in some time. I, I'm infatuated. Love. I, I, I love that car. True. You really do yeah. wear your heart. You really do wear your heart on your sleeve. Yeah, I love that car. Right, good to know. <laughs> and on that bombshell, uh, thank you all for joining us in the studio, and thank you all for tuning in. Uh, you can keep tabs on our adventure at doubleclutch.ca on socials. Uh, Nathan, Imran, Rush, thanks for stopping by the studio today. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a good one. Bye-bye.